Got our official sponsor, Greenwood Stock Trading. If you want to learn how to make some passive income, some extra money, so you can invest in your future and your kids' future, give them a call for a free 10-minute consultation, 281-760-3170. Go get to the bag. All right, man. We back. We back. We back. Appreciate everybody for tapping in. Thumbs up the video. Uh, share the video. Subscribe to the channel. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. I do some content over there as well, too. So appreciate everybody supporting the content that I'm doing over there on Instagram. Trying to get to a thousand uh, followers. Uh, hit the link tree. You can find me over there. Um, you know, uh, so I do appreciate everybody who watch the videos, follow me over there, uh, Goodfella TV, or you can do Goodfella underscore TV 313, all right, so uh, right there on Instagram, or get the link tree, don't forget you can listen to this um, uh, podcast format for free on, uh, you got uh, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, it's, it's thousands of them, it was the ones I was looking that I don't even remember adding, so uh, if I don't have a, uh, if I don't have a, a podcast that you want to listen to it on, let me know. Uh, DM me on Instagram, DM me on Twitter, um, and let me know what you would like me to add. So, um, and I'll try to to add it. Uh, but uh, six in the morning be on Anchor, seven in the morning Eastern Standard Time be on Spotify, everywhere else between ten and eleven a.m. Apple Podcast. So don't forget rate the podcast. Give me a rating on there. Helps the visibility of the podcast. And as usual, go always use, listen to it on YouTube. I'm a big promoter of YouTube Premium. Uh, it was YouTube Red. It's, 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 it's dope. It's dope, for real. Um, I'm thinking about getting the whole annual thing. Love the music. Love it without the ads and all that type of stuff. So I'm a huge promoter of that. Um, but yeah, tonight we're going to be talking about PBC setting up Hero Spencer's Great Escape from the welterweight division and from his uh, nemesis, uh, Terrence Crawford. Also, we're going to be talking about Espinosa blames the lack of big fights on boxing fans streaming. Also, Adrian Broner uh, signs with Don King. All right. And everybody had an opinion on that. So we could talk about A.B. and Don King, man. I ain't knocking no knocking nothing. Uh, but Don King, one of those individuals that don't really have a platform to lean on he, he needs to lean on other platforms to uh for the fights that for the fights that need to happen all right he needs to lean on other platforms if you're not with the zone eddie or oscar in the zone if you're not with al Heyman and, and cbs um you know what i'm saying you're not with those platforms it's, it's gonna be hard or Bob or ESPN, you ain't with those platforms. It's gonna be hard to get on TV. So you know, uh, you know, you would think maybe Don King in his own to do something. I mean, BLK Prime might do something. Uh, maybe they won't, but I mean, it is what it is. Um. So you know, he he said in the press release or what I seen and I posted in a minute. He said that uh, you know, he opened to do business and all the top fighters. You know, I know he was real sick, and they didn't uh, wasn't sure he was gonna make it, but it seemed like he healthy enough to protect, pr uh, promote Adrian Broner. And uh, I mean, you know, I just take a wait and see approach. Well, most things I uh, I do, um, most things I do. Uh, so, um, so another news apparently, uh, Gilberto Ramirez, Gilberto uh, Gilberto Ramirez gave Rosado off. So Joseph Diaz and Marcito guessed in a new main event. Apparently Ramirez came way overweight. He wasn't in shape. Hey, it is what it is. Um, I wasn't going to watch that. No way. Um, so that is what it is. I had no interest in, in watching that <laughs> in watching that card. I mean, I'd rather go to sleep. Rather catch some Z's, right? You know what I mean? But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, he signed with Don King and, you know, uh, I mean, I mean, hey, you know, I heard he had some conversations with Eddie about getting Amir Khan to come out of retirement. Uh, those are just rumors. I guess ain't nothing stick about fighting Amir Khan in the UK. And they talked about that fight sometime, you know, they, you know, throughout, throughout history, they talked about that, that fight here and there. It never came to, to materialize. Also, there was a rumor that uh, that he may still fight Michael Williams Jr., 
Not sure the platform they're going to be on, but uh, Don King says right here, Adrian Broner is ready and excited to show his championship skill once again for the delight of great boxing fans as his proud promoter drops the gauntlet to all promoters and challenges them uh, to bring forth their best to meet the fight superstar bad boy of boxing, Adrian Broder, Bob Aaron, Frank Warren, Al Hammond, Eddie Hearn, any other promoter with a hot commodity champion, we welcome them all. So obviously you see what he's doing. He needs to lean on somebody else um, to get these fights, and that's how it is in boxing. You know, you got to lean on somebody else. One of them dudes was the network. That's why Frank Warren so close with Eddie Hearn. I mean, Al Hayman. I mean, ugh, Bob Aaron. You know, that's why. Um, so, you know, you got to you gotta lean on one of those dudes. And I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You hear a rumor that, you know, Adrian Broner won $3.5 million um, a fight from PBC, and they wanted him to get in there with some bigger-name guys you know, some big name guys to earn his money. He wasn't willing to get in there for that amount of money. So you heard that that was a rumor that was, uh, you know, that was going around that, uh, that's the money he was looking for. And they, they wasn't willing to accommodate him. They not spending that type of money no more. You know what I'm saying? They not breaking that type of bread no more on PBC. So I don't, I mean, you know, I don't know what he thought this was, but, uh, that's that's no longer doable over there. So I mean, he ran through all that money, man, and now he kind of gotta crank it up. You know, uh, he still gotta crank it up. So, um, but uh, I mean, honestly, uh, I, I I don't know what to make of this, and I heard the plan to steal Michael Williams Jr. Um, that's what I heard the plan was. So uh, we wait. We have to wait and see. We have to wait and see. So, um, but I don't know what network they're per se gonna lean on, or maybe Don King do some independent pay per view or something like that. But when you put this amount of money up, and you put, you know, you go sign Adrian Brown, I'm pretty sure Don King got a plan. So he got something in mind. So I wish Adrian Broner the best. You know, I know Kevin Cunningham got ties to uh, Don King, uh, whether it was uh, the Corey Spinks, Devin Alexander's promoted by Don King. So a number of fighters, a number of couple fighters I could think of that was promoted by Don King. Now let's go over to the weight bully, Earl Spence. The weight bully, the weight bully, Earl, 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 the weight bully Spence. So apparently they ordered or Dennis Ugas to take on Mario's Barrios for an interim title. Now uh, somebody had another insert, uh, somebody I trust, I don't know what article it was, so Shout out to whoever interview article it was. And this insert says that uh it says that Earl Spence uh maybe is I don't think it was this article. I could I could be wrong. <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't think it's this article, but it says uh Earl Spence Jr. three belt unified titles are supposed to be back in the coming months versus Keith Thurman. But at junior middle, it remains to be seen if he'll he will fight at welterweight again. If he doesn't, the Ugas and Barrios winner will be elevated to full titleist. Suleiman said the winner will be ordered to face Cody Crowley, Abel Ramos winner. They meet in the Eliminator March 25th, Showtime pay-per-view and pay-per-view.com. One of David Benavidez, Caleb Plant undercard. That's Cody Crowley and Abel Ramos. So Abel Ramos uh, and Cody Crowley will be the mandatory for Ugas and Barrios if they become the full title WC champion. And that's Earl Spence decides not to come back down in welterweight. So PBC is preserving their uh they're preserving, you know, at least two spots. You know, Dry Ennis is gonna be a vacant champion. Um, you know, uh, you know, he's gonna be a vacant champion. Uh, you know, then you know, you're gonna have Ugas Barrios to be a champion. Um, you know, if Earl Spence dropped the bell, so they'll still have half the division. You know, or Dennis Uga, I mean Virgil Ortiz will have one one twenty-five percent of it, and then Terrence Crawford had the other twenty-five percent of it. So even the way Uga and Barrios get done, they got a mandatory. So um they're trying to hold on the division. It, it went from you know super hot because it's a popular division with guys like Danny Garcia, Sean Porter, Keith Thurman, Terrence Crawford, Manny Pacquiao. And probably some other other guys I just fail to remember. 
Um, it went from that to, you know, to possibly, uh, you know, Virgil Ortiz, Jerron Ennis, Barrios, or Ugas being champion. You know, Terrence Crawford probably being on his way out going up to 154 pounds. So, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I really don't have, you know, too much more to say about it. Uh, PBC is an embarrassment, and people still, you know, honestly fail to see it. Um, it's an embarrassment. You know, it's an embarrassment. Uh, they had a whole division, failed to, to – to, the plan was never to unify the whole division. That was never the plan, right? They could have been unified the whole division before Terrence Crawford even came around. So you, you could think about that for a minute. They could have been unified the division. They didn't. It was doing nothing but but teasing fans. Uh, that's all it was to tease the fans. They never had any intent on on unifying the whole division. And um, you know, quite frankly, they want to hold. They want to hold on to a piece of a division. So I mean, I think you hear. You know, I think somebody said with Virgil Ortiz and uh, in a in and Barrio Barros could be a super fight. Obsidian Lion, the code keeper, says what up. Said love your video. I love how you broke down the double standard, especially at the end about Mikey Garcia ducking Lomachenko. Appreciate it, bro. Um, but it, it's just to the point here. Is that they trying to still control uh, half the division? Um, you know, I heard somebody say Mario Barros and Virgil Ortiz a super fight, a potential super fight. Maybe they go there. You got some people thinking they can go Errol Spence and uh, uh, Mario Barrios probably at 54 eventually. A Texas showdown. We didn't never get Errol Spence and Omar Figueroa. You know, Figueroa body started to break down. You would think that had been a fight they fed to Errol Spence another, you know, uh, huge Texas showdown. You know, they could have. You know, elevate his career he probably would have hurt Omar Figueroa, quite frankly, and quite obviously. But like I said, in a, in a, in, a, in a vacuum, man, or just in a nutshell, uh, Barrios and, and Ugas not a bad fight, but it's not a fight that should be for a title. You know, what I'm saying they shouldn't be fighting for an interim title. They shouldn't be fighting for a get back title. NABF, WBO, w, WCW tag team. You know, no titles. You know, um, but it's not a bad fight. Uh, you know, or Dennis Ugas, you know, he did get a big win over Manny Pacquiao, but he got dog walk versus Spence, and he come back and get a title fight. You know, Ugas lost back-to-back. -back, I mean, Barrios lost back-to-back -back fights to Javante Davis and to Keith Thurman, and then he beat Yovan Santiago, and he get a title fight. I mean, honestly, bro, um, you know, you seeing, you know, uh, the, the uh corruption in boxing but you know what don't nobody care about the sport so ain't no point of cleaning it up when you talk about uh amateur boxing and olympic boxing i mean you just talk about the olympic boxing of course and you know they, they've seen corruption after you know 50 or hundreds of years of corruption going on whatever you want to say and now they're just doing something they they canceling olympic boxing but you know it ain't enough money to be stolen or enough corruption for the feds to get involved in boxing right now so you know, we know the sanction about body shady. We know the promoter shady. We know payola is real. We know that's just what it is, quite frankly. And you know, two dudes. You know, and, and you you want to justify, you know, uh, or Dennis Ugas getting the title fight because he beat Manny Pacquiao. Okay, I, I'm not going to 100 argue with that. But uh, fighting two of the best best back to back. But what we can't argue is Mario Barrios. He lost to fucking Javante Davis and Keith Thurman, inactive Keith Thurman, who before that fight was made wasn't even rated inside the top 50 of the WBC rankings. And now he's fighting for a title after a win over Yovan Santiago. Didn't Gary Anton Russell ice that ass too? So, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, bro, it just wears on you. It just wears on you, bro. And Errol Spence want to make his great escape, bro. I mean, only reason it looks so bad is because you ducked the motherfucker when you could have just, Al Heyman could have made these fights for you to happen. You could have unified the division, been undisputed before Crawford became a thing, and got out of here. Now you don't have Terrence Crawford. You're probably not going to have Jamel Charlo. I mean, Erickson Lubin, I think, campaigning at 160. His career ain't go the way he went. I mean, there's no big fights. Tony Harrison that went down. He possibly can retire. So you at 50 fucking four doing what? You know, the only thing you could really hope for is Tim Zhu. You know, emerges, you know, victorious, but Tim Zoo get them belts. That motherfucker going to Australia. You're going to be the third nigga to go to Australia out of the top fighters. You know, it's to Devin Haney, Tony Harris, and Errol Spence. So if he get them hands on the on them belts, you're going to Australia. 
And that's the only that's the only barn burner. That's the only top fight that that's probably can happen at 54 and at 60 ain't shit popping there. You know what you're gonna fight? Jenny Big Mangia talking about going to 68 already. I'm dried up out of there. You know, you're not gonna fight Jamal Charlo. You know, would you fight Iris Andy Lar, Danny Garcia too? Nobody, you know, if he you know end up getting large because Zephyr they ordered the Zephyr fight. Nobody really interested in seeing you and Danny fight again. So it ain't shit at 60 for you, ain't shit at 54 for you. But if Tim Zhu uh 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 remains victorious, so Al Heyman to put him in a position where it ain't no fight that's close to Terrence Crawford for you. Unless unless you become attractive to Canelo and Canelo one lost away from losing his superpowers. You know, he get back in there with Beaver again and they don't pay Beaver to lay down, he's gonna get dog walked. So then he ain't gonna be no motherfucking, you know, no factor. Fuck you gonna fight Caleb Plant? You know, you, you know, what, what you gonna look at? Jerron Ennis, Virgil. I mean, he gonna be pulling from the 47 pound division still. He ain't gonna fight Bud. When Bud people told me that he ain't gonna fight Bud until hell freeze over, and I heard that, my people told me that I said, Oh, yeah, I don't believe in none of the shit they saying. You know, Keith Thurman may very well may very well be the pinnacle of Earl Smith's career, bro. It may very well, you know, be the uh may very well be the pinnacle of his career. It may very well be the pinnacle of his career. You know, that fight may very well be the pinnacle of his career. You know, and his best bet is to hope that Tim Zoo makes some shake. Like Ricky Bobby shaking bait. That, that may very well be his best bet. It is the pool for 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 Timmy boy. So I mean, like I like I continue to say, man, you look at this dude's career, man. Um, right now, and it, and it can change. Some can change. Somebody like Charles Conwell or somebody out of nowhere could come up. Right now, his fastest way to superstardom, his fastest way to a premium fight, his fa his fastest way, um. To really rise to the top and be undeniably a uh, 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 a a a Hall of Famer is through Terrence Crawford. You know, that's the thing about it. it is through Terrence Crawford, man. You know, unless he can get Jamil into the ring, that's the only thing that can rival that. Maybe if Canelo get in the ring with him, but I don't see that happening. So ain't nothing there for him. You want to put him in there with Triple G? I don't think Triple G do those type of numbers. So, you know, quite frankly, it is what it is. They they securing the welterweight division. They had the welterweight division for years. You know what I'm saying? They had the welterweight division for years, and uh, they didn't do shit with it. And, and I was in transition. Then you're going to get people talking about, well, you know, what about – of Virgil Ortiz and Jerron Ennis, you got, you know, two promoters who light on talent. You think they about to cash that chip in? Hell no. Nah. If you see Virgil Ortiz and Jerron Ennis, it's more than likely going to be at 100 and, uh, it's more than likely going to be at a junior middleweight at, at least. They not about to make that, make that fight on the hot. And we all know that. We all know that. I mean, you might have a uh, you might have an opportunity at them, you know, you know, making if Jerron Ennis or Barrios winner versus uh, uh, Jerron Ennis, but they're gonna drag that feet on that shit too. Al ain't in no rush to to make a uh, 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 Jerron Ennis an affiliate of PBC, a unified champion. He ain't in no rush unless he signed over from Cameron Duncan to Al Heyman, just like Brandy Lee did, just like Brandy Lee did. And Brandon Lee went from hot shot prospect to people jumping off the bandwagon like the shit caught on fire. He went from water, uh, he went from sugar water to sugar shit quick. You know? But yeah, we all see what's going on, and people still gonna act blind to it, and people still gonna blame Bud for this and blame Bud for that. So be it, bro. You know, and you know, at the end of the day, he's dragging his feet. 
Now it seemed the you know the the new uh tradition in boxing is to announce a, a fight seven six weeks out and you know look at the promotion they doing for Benavidez and playing it ain't shit. A media workout a casual fan ain't following the media workout. They've done no promotion, bro. I mean, somebody taking in the marketing and the promotion and budget and pocketing it. And like I said, I don't watch a lot of TV, bro. But you just look around the internet. Ain't nothing going on. The all access uh, it was all right. You know, you know, if fans don't know them, you would never know how good a fight stylistically wise that fight is. You would never know how great stylistically that fight is. They not put no no promos out there. They not doing no interviews with, with the with the syndicate the fight across across you know crossing over from boxing. They not doing no meet and greet us with the Phoenix Suns or, or nothing. They not building no hype. They not you know doing no skits, no nothing. They not maximizing you know revenue in that fight. They're not maximizing the revenue that that fight can do. They're not. And quite frankly, it's a damn shame. So, excuse me, somebody at Showtime is pocketing some money. Because I don't see the, pro the promotion. I don't see... Well, I don't see ads on YouTube no more, but I don't see no promotion. So it leads me to kind of transition to what Steve Menespinoza said. He blamed the fans um, for streams. You know, he blamed fans streaming for big fights not happening. You know, and, you know, my thing is this, dog. Uh, you know he he's just a he just a uh, he he just a lying sack of shit. Now I don't know him partially, just what he be saying and how he said he don't have him and Showtime don't have a big uh, financial stake in the fights and 90% of the money go to the fighters. We not fucking stupid, dog. A lot of us have businesses. We work in business. You know what I'm saying? If somebody paying you, how can you make more than the person that's paying you? Come on. You know, where the fans is, you know, the fans are, are streaming the fights and, and, and the fans are are streaming. And at the end of the day, you know, when Fury and Deontay Wilder fought a second time, people bought that shit. People bought it. Like I said, I've been streaming shit since Shane Mosley and Floyd Mayweather, too. I mean, so Floyd Mayweather and Shane Mosley. I've been streaming it since then. You know, so he going around saying, well, piracy is to blame for us not getting these fights done. OK, whatever. But people bought Tyson Fury and, and Deontay Wilder, too. Some people bought one. Some people bought three. You know, y'all say a million people bought Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather. You know, if y'all put on if y'all put on if y'all, you know, put the right fights on, people are shown to still buy it. People bought McGregor and Mayweather when you could have just streamed it. So I, I don't understand what he's saying. If you put on better fights, people will come and people will spend money and people will buy pay-per-view. It's as simple as that. You put on shitty fights, people going to give you a shitty reaction. And then they give you what you want to see. And then, you know, the fighters over the hill or the fighters past the prime or, or the fight then got lukewarm. Or the fight then got lukewarm. So at the end of the day, man, this dude is full of shit, bro. He just sit out here talking, lying, 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 and you lying to the same the same core fan base. You're not lying to casuals because they don't have an interest. You're not lying to to people who are interested in knocking on the boxer's door to get in. You lying to your fan base. You lying to to the people who know you a fucking liar. That's who you lying to. We ain't no fucking fools, bro. Come on. I know more about boxing than he probably fucking do. 
He said, you say 2 million and it hits 1.4, people are going to say, oh, that's disappointing. No, it's not. You shouldn't set the bar <coughs> if you uh, set the bar if you list realistic figures, says Steve Showtime. Stephen S. Moses to the Zone Boxer Show on pay-per-view numbers. Some people uh, talk about for Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia. I said weeks ago, um, uh, we uh, I said weeks ago, uh, I said this weeks ago, I think there was some misunderstanding when I said 800 to a million. We haven't seen 800 in a few years. Wilder Fury uh, was in the range. Um, you know, you used to notice how he said it was in the range, you know, because it was on Fox. Canelo and Plant was in that range. It wasn't. He lying. I think you have to go back to Canelo Golovkin to exceed a million. Uh, he said the thing with piracy, I understand the pay-per-views have gotten expensive, and right now economically it's difficult. But the reason some of these fights aren't getting made is literally because of piracy. That's a part of the issue with Crawford Spence and certainly of how much revenue is in the pot of piracy. Uh, of piracy. So reality, it should it is people should continue to vote with their pocketbooks. I'm not saying that it's for my benefit, as you guys know, the networks get a tiny chunk, 80-90% goes to the fighter, and that's a fucking lie. That's a lie. Ain't no 80 or 90% of the pot going going to uh going to no fighters, bro. Come on, we all know business, dude. Obsidian Lion in the Super Chat. You shed light on a lot of uh, boxing all around the weight divisions, bro. I think boxing is broken now, and it's unrepairable. This Fury beat Usyk. I got Fury beating Usyk, but of course it's repairable. It may not be completely repairable in the time period. We won't. Maybe not in our lifetime. But every time you break something, it's, you know, like this is repairable. But when you got people like Espinosa sitting here, uh, people should vote with their pocket. Like, why would I vote with my pocketbook for Charles Martin and and, and Luis uh, uh, Ortiz or uh, Andy Ruiz and Chris Ariola or Robert Hellenius and, and, and Deontay Wilder. I mean, why would I vote with my pocketbook for Earl Spence and Keith Thurman? Why would I even pay for Ryan Garcia, uh, the Mean Girls, Ryan Garcia versus Javante Day? Why would I, if I know what that fight represents for the sport of boxing and where it could be headed, if that fight does well, boxing may very well be unrepairable in our lifetime. That fight is is trying to make a scenic route, the ultimate scenic route to superstar. That's what that that's what that fight is uh it represents. And if that fight is successful in anywhere they hope it do, if that fight is successful, you might as well pack up, pack up and leave boxing, bro. It, you know, because it'll never be the same. Everybody's gonna be trying to mimic that blueprint. And it's you know, like I said before. You know, they trying to get from, from New York to L.A. in three hours. And if they're able to, to do the, un, the unthinkable, it's a wrap for boxing. It's a wrap. Two guys that avoid tough challenges, they mix it up together and do a super event. Everybody going to be trying to mimic. They already don't want to make top fights in boxing right now. They already don't want to make top fights in boxing. So imagine if they they discover a new formula like that. It's a wrap. It is a fucking wrap. And you know everybody gonna be trying to look to do that. You know titles don't matter. Champ champ. The titles don't matter. I mean my thing is titles don't matter and sanction belt bodies don't matter. Get out the ranking system. Drop the fake belts and all that shit. Stand stand on what you're saying. You know, oh, you know, it's always the fans. Oh, y'all don't spend money. Y'all don't give us something to spend money on. It's a proven fact. If, if you give somebody a great price, if you give somebody a great price on something on a service, people will spend money. People buy the same Jordans over and over and over again. People buy the same shoe over and over and over again. It's a proven fact. It's a proven fact. If the product is good, people will pay. Creed just became the highest grossing uh, sports movie of all time. If the product is good, people will pay. And right now, the people know who don't even follow boxing, they know what a super fight is. Why don't UFC have the same problem? Why are they routinely hitting numbers that they want to hit 
you know, or close to a hit or, or close to one to hit? Why are they continuing to do what boxing can't do? And you got to remember, they don't use satellite and pay-per-view companies and pay-per-view.com. Everything is to the ESPN Plus app for UFC. Why are they able to thrive uh, with their financials when boxing can't? Ask yourself, why are they able to thrive when boxing can't thrive? And in the same market, bro. And boxing got way more more pieces on uh, more pieces on the board. And they can't just seem to get out their own way, bro. It's just it's just to the point where, you know, and you got people like Steven Espinosa that want to continue to deflect what the real problem is. Y'all don't want to make fights. It ain't just making fights across the street. Y'all don't want to make fights when they are makeable. Like I said, the only reason Manny Pacquiao Mayweather was made because Showtime said Floyd is time to make that fight. We ain't paying you another dime until you make that fight, and Floyd had to go make that fight. Floyd didn't willingly go fight Manny Pacquiao. He was willing to go his whole career without fighting Manny Pacquiao. He was willing to do so. He was scared shitless of Manny Pacquiao. He was. You know, that, that wasn't just a bit. They wasn't trying to build that fight up, him running from Pacquiao for years. That wasn't a build up. He had no intentions on fighting him. So everybody's talking about, well, everybody trying to follow the Manny Pacquiao and May Mayweather blueprint. A huge element to that, that fight actually happening was Showtime, you know, forcing Mayweather into that fight. He was forcing Mayweather into that fight. They forced Mayweather into that fight. Other than that, Mayweather was never going to fight him. Same thing with Earl and, 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 and Terrence Crawford. He ain't going to never fight him, bro. So everybody sitting there and I'm all this shit, man. Espinosa full of dookie. His colon backed up all the bullshit he talking. And, and that's the honest truth, dog. That's the honest truth. But it's the fans, and the fans need to... But why would we hand you money and you done lost our trust? You don't even make the fights for, for, for on a regular network. You can't even make basic fights that people want to see. You can't even make a routine fly, uh, fly out in baseball. They can't even make a routine play. So, come on. You couldn't even feel the pop-up. So, why, 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 would we, why would we act in good faith with, with fucking crooks? Because that's what they are. They crooks. Why should fans act when they good hard-earned money with crooks and trust that y'all do the right thing? If we pay... For Ryan and Tank to be successful, you pay for Benavidez and Plant to be successful. Then are we gonna continue to get those type type of fights? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Since PBC came been a TV show, the product has been piss poor. Some of the undercard fights be good. They they had to drag motherfuckers in the ring to fight Earl Spence. How you not feeding your top fighters? That you believe are killers. How you not feeding them everything they need to be fed to become grand champions? How you feed Anthony Joshua Charles Martin instead of feeding to Deontay Wilder? The shit just don't be adding up, bro. It don't add up. So if your favorite fighter is taking a fight that you support, start buying a pay-per-view, said Espinosa, giving the message to fans to make the fight. That's the problem. That's the problem. I think this guy said he's a weasel, bro. Somebody said most people probably would never buy pay-per-view. It's not a loss of revenue. In fact, some years ago, they did a study and found out they actually monetized this untapped market. Showtime needs a new direction. The so-called pay-per-view fights they put on are Joe Espinosa got lucky with Mayweather and has lived off his success ever since. I think uh, we will be left with only ESPN in the zone for boxing for soon, for, uh, pretty soon. And he could be right. He could be right. 
That's the problem. We get we our favorite fighters ain't in fights that we want to fucking see. Come on, man. You work all week, whatever you do to get your money. You work all week, and they say 80 bucks. And they say 80 bucks. Come on, that's a fucking menage a trois for some dudes and for some diggers out here. Come on, man. That's a nice Benny Hunter meal for somebody out here. You could take that money and put it in the stock market. You could take that money and save it. And then the thing about boxing, you never know. It's like the box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. You never know what the product is. Obsidian Line says, showing support for real con for the content, my brother. Keep the truth coming. Questions, though. Why is there so many hate for Devin Haney? He's the brother just saying, though. I mean, come on. So all, I mean, it's all in boxing. They ain't going to never be satisfied. Got some people that do it because you know they protect the tank. You got some people who don't probably like his dad talking. You got some people that don't like him because he's black. You got some people that don't maybe think he that good. It's always they always gonna move the bar for certain fighters. It's no different in the real world. It's a lot of people at their job who capable who who very capable people. You know, but they get passed over for, for good jobs all the time or for promotions. All the time. It's people in relationships that's married that's capable husbands and wives, but they get fucked over because they with the wrong person. And they stuck. It's a crazy world out here, bro. It's crazy how opposites attract, bro. It's crazy how the good people can't get with the good people. It's crazy. You know, it ain't that you attract negativity. That's just... Opposites attract in the world. And that's how they keep the balance. Ain't no different in boxing. Success is always going to breed hate. From somewhere in a lot of places, it, it, it breed hate from places you, you think it shouldn't come from. That's why I don't. That's why I don't humble brag. If something good happened to me, man, I internalize that shit. I don't tell people, bro. Then you got motherfuckers praying to God, praying to Satan, praying to whoever they praying to for your downfall. I don't post my successes. I don't post my failures. I don't post my highs. I don't post my lows. I don't post the mediums. I don't post shit. When I'm on social media, I try to form. When I'm on my channel, I try to form, entertain, and make y'all laugh. That's it. Or help people stay aware. Stay, stay aware of what's going on. And like anybody else, I got a lot of shit going on in my life. A lot of bullshit. But I just, I internalize it, bro. I just keep it to myself and, you know, it'd it be hard It'd be hard for some people not to go to go on social media and, and tell what's going on. And once you do, you do that, you open up, you know, you open up for some shit for not, you open up some things for that can't be repaired. You know? You open up people to come in, come in, and like I said, just keep that shit to yourself, bro. Try to or go get somebody professionally that, that can help you out. That's that's all. That's all I. That's all I. That's all I would say. Even if you 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 graduate from fucking Harvard, man, fuck that. Fuck telling people what they need to know for. That's what I would tell you. Fuck them. Tell who you need to tell. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. But this dude's a fucking liar, dude. Give us something. Give us something to support. That's all I'm saying. Give us something to support. That's all I'm saying. Give us something to support. Give us a fight we want to see, and then you can complain. But don't be giving us some of this. Uh, don't be giving us some of this. Uh, 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 this stale. Don't give us some of this stale ass con. This stale ass fights that should have been made, and they're gonna make Crawford and Spence. If they do end up making, it's gonna be when nobody care, and nobody gonna spend money on it. And then they gonna say, "Well, we see, we told y'all, y'all really don't support this." That's exactly what they what they gonna do if they make the fight. You know, and, and like everybody knew in the comments, I had never read those comments on this, on this, on this, on this uh, forum. 
Never read him before, but they knew exactly they knew exactly what was up, what he was doing. They knew exactly what he was doing. You know, make sure the thumbs up button. They knew exactly what he was doing. Exactly. You know. And you know, you go in there, you support, you support this, you support the fight. And then they go back to revert. They take your money and get back to, you know, or wasn't enough people that buy it. And they're going to do some bullshit, man. That's all it is. That's all it is, man. We ain't falling for that. They going to, they going to, they, they going to, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's about 80, 90% of the money go to the fighters and shit. But these fighters continually to be broke, though. All these fighters that had all this money back in the day, they continue to be broke. They continue to be broke. And they getting 80, 90% of the money. Come on, they don't, they don't even sound right. They don't, they don't even sound right. They don't even sound right. They don't even sound right. Shit crazy, bro. He said, this show uh, keep me going when I drive on the road. I find myself rewinding the video because I like the content. I appreciate it, bro. Big G, salute. What's going on, brother? You know. But we know exactly. We know what, what time you on, man. It, it's fucking fraud. We know Spencer Crawford. It's, it, they got a, they, they reasoning for Spencer Crawford. Uh, you know. The reason for that fight never not happening. It's changed so much, dude. Now it's the fans still in pay-per-view. Then it wasn't no money in it. Then it was this. Then it was that. It's just to the point, dog. Just just move on. Just move on, man. Now all of a sudden, Errol Spence wanted to go to 54. And uh he wanted to go to 54 and, and, and fight Errol and fight Keith Thurman. Now, after all these years, people asked for that fight. And now they want to go to 50. Now they want to make it happen at 54 without a title. Crazy clip salute. This just don't make no sense. Then they want to finesse you out your money like we fucking dingy and dumb. What was it, my man from Fairly Eye Parents? Dingleberry. <laughs> like we dumb, bro. He be on the internet talking all this bullshit. Niggas be believing what Espinosa be saying, man. I ain't buying it, bro. I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it. I'm sorry. I ain't the smartest dude in the world, but I ain't buying it. And that's what Conor McGregor said. He's a weasel. He's a weasel. That's why he said it, bro. Like, dude, dude, just think we stupid. Come on, man. You you better off getting the, putting the preach, get starting you a church and, and getting a donation from me, bro. I can't stand him or Al Heyman. And he and somebody said in the comment section, if it wasn't for Floyd, he still wouldn't be here, bro. He wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for Floyd, he wouldn't have made it this far. And everybody want to use the Manny Pacquiao blueprint. But like I said, they wasn't even going to fight Manny Pacquiao. That's the crazy thing about it. The network forced that fight to happen. They was going to slide right by that fight. That man was not going to fight him. So follow, following that blueprint, trick no good. Trick no good. And now they lining up to uh you know now they now they go now they now they now they want to start to kind of move. I just want to know where Earl Spence going. Like what is the game plan? Because it got them Vol Canelo, or if it don't include Terrence Crawford, which we know it ain't. It got to include Canelo Alvarez or uh, you know, 
you know, it got to include Canelo or Jamil Charlo. Bare minimum, Triple G. It got to. It got to. It got to include one of them. And if Tim Zoo going to win, that's the best thing that probably could happen for him. That's probably the best thing that can happen for him if Tim Zoo win. That's probably the best thing that can happen for him. But he gonna have to go over to uh he gonna have to go over to uh to Australia. But like I, like I, like I continue to say, man, I, I don't I don't think they know what they're doing. Um. Yeah, I don't think they know what they're doing. I think Al Heyman just winging this shit at this point. I don't think they got a plan. It's all it was Terrence Crawford fought. But first it was the top ranked ESPN, Bob Aaron fought. It was the size of the street. Terrence Crawford was being difficult. We ain't got the money to give it to him. You know, uh, oh man, you know, now it's all piracy. Everything just started starting to change. But they allegedly played uh, Charlo 10 million, Jamil Charlo, $10 million to fight Brian Castanos in the fight. They was asking people to walk in for free from the soccer game next door. Appreciate Anthony in the cash app. And, and, and just take a seat. Just sit down and find a chair. And a lot of they fighters, man, a lot of they fighters gonna gonna walk around and they gonna find out. They gonna find out uh and they gonna find out that they ain't Hall of Fame worthy. They're going to find out that they left a lot of money out there. They left a lot of legacy out there. And they're going to find out that legacy equal money. And they're and they going to miss out on a lot of money, bro. A lot of these motherfuckers going to be broke. He said Fondor could be cash grabbing 50. Man, he ain't fighting no fucking Fondor. Yeah, he ain't fighting no Fondor, bro. Guarantee you that. Said a video where you broke down how the current uh, day fighters, today fighters don't know how to fight pressure fighters with period. Tim Zoo, Mike Smoke, Charlo, CJ, what is your analyst on Fine Door? Ain't nothing to talk about a Fine Door. I mean, he fight Brian Mendoza pretty soon. Like, who, come on. He fight up and down to his competition. He going to lose to somebody he ain't supposed to lose to if he ain't careful. I don't, I don't really see much. I don't see much, bro. Like, you know, his last fight was empty as hell. When it is Southern California, this fight going to be empty as hell. Nobody checking for Fine Door like that. And when you don't have a, he don't have his fan support behind him, ain't nobody gonna take that that risk when it don't come with no reward. That's what any dangerous prospect or any dangerous fighter, ain't no reward coming to Fondora, bro. What's the, what's the reward you get for being Fondora right now? You don't come with a rabbit fan fan base. He don't bring a whole bunch of money, right? It ain't like they exclusively like pushing him to be the next. They pushing Joey Spencer hard and they pushing Fondora. What's the, what's the, what's the, come on. What, what, I mean, what you get? What you get for beating Fondora ass? Nothing. Nothing. You get nothing. You get nothing. So until uh until uh he get more support and start you know building his notoriety up, ain't nobody gonna take that uh risk. Ain't nobody gonna take that risk. And that and that's just the name of the game. He ain't shit special as far as fan base. So until we get until we start doing shit and people start seeing them, and you think somebody that's a freaking nature like that, they'd be doing a better job pushing him and promoting him. They don't promote shit in boxing no more. They don't they don't promote nothing in boxing no more. Nothing. You got somebody that's that uh extraordinary and that unusual, you know what I'm saying? 
and they ain't pushing him. He should he should be he should be on everything. Last time you seen a boxer on the TV show, bro. Come on. Come on. When the last time you seen a boxer on the TV show? Seen him in a commercial, Triple G in the Apple commercial. Boxing has no uh no has no touch with with uh. They have no touch with 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 with, with crossing over. Everything they do promotional wise, media workouts, all that shit is still is still is still targeting the same hardcore fans. They don't try to cross them over and get them on you no know, shows or get them the kids interested in them. These niggas ain't got action figures. They ain't got a video game. Nothing. Nothing. You don't see him in movies. See, Carisha Shields was at least in Wonder Woman for Jesus Christ. These, these dudes are they 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 basically should be on some distant foreign planet competing, bro, because that's what it is. And if boxing got a shit together, it can easily be the number one sport. It can easily be the number one sport. Ain't nothing going on in sports right now. I don't watch the NBA. The shit is trash. You know, hockey hockey is being rehabilitated. It is. Hockey on the up and up, but they're going to gentrify hockey too. They're going to, come on, man, the goalies was trying to fight. Uh, what was that last night? And they stopped the goalies from fighting. And they stopped the goalies from fighting. So, that you know, so... They gonna gentrify that shit too. You know what I mean? Whenever, when every day you see goalies fighting, bro, you don't see that shit every day. I was, I actually was sitting there interested in that. And T TNT got the best sports production when it comes to their hockey games too. Man, their production of hockey is great, bro. Like they lightning and everything. I will, you know, that's what kind of got me back watching was how TNT presented. Then he come ESPN hopping on not uh, hockey nuts again. That shit crazy. That just lets you know. You know that that it, it ain't no good sports out there no more. He said, "Don't get shit," but I think the interim WBC top champ he'll probably get a vacant if he if Charlo move up. That that ain't enough. That, that ain't enough neither. Just getting the WBC fighting a motherfucker that big. They need to start like pushing them. You know they need to start like pu pushing them. You got something that's 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 not that's not ordinary. Everybody get you be interested just to see him fight and see what he can do at that weight at that height. They continuously drop the ball, bro. I mean, shit, they had a white fighter in Caleb Plant who actually can fight. They dropped the ball on that too. They dropped the ball all the way around. They treat every fighter the same when it comes to promo. Only thing good about Earl Spence is his press conferences. You got to remember, that's a day. And at the press conferences, the hardcore fans are the only ones looking at the press conferences. So ain't no casuals really like really peeping or checking for that. They checking for some shit talking. They checking for some, you know, for niggas talking shit on the internet or, or in TV shows or whatever. That's, the, you know. So every everything everything they do in boxing is just for the hardcore boxing fan. And what's so funny about it is, you know, they constantly rejecting and talking shit about the hardcore boxing fan. That's the thing about it. They constantly talking shit and, and getting angry and getting angry and shit. And disrespect and disrespecting and everything, but Everything they doing is is, is, is they, how they doing promotional wise is for us. It is. It's for us. That's the crazy thing about it. So, you know, it is. It is. I mean, they, you know, it is what it is, man, and. 
like I said before, man, they, they got some some guys that can be, you know, uh monster players in boxing if, if managed to move right, but they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing, Sue. I mean, like I said, man, it's just it's just a big shit fest. That's what I can say. It's a big shit fest. It's a big shit fest. And when you get black businesses, you hate, you hate the stereotype. But man, PBC is run like your classical Negro business, your stereotypical Negro business. And that's what it is. It's a stereotypical Negro business deal. So, um, and that's what it is. And that's what it is. You know, and they want us to continue to support it and shit and keep, we the only ones keeping it alive. Obsidian Lions Cold Keeper said, I'm the sponsor today, today showing love, bro. I got to make moves into the next live. Does Secure have the tools to keep Tank, to be honest? Absolutely. Absolutely. Only thing, you know, you worry about him if he get, can he take the punch when he get caught? That's it. That's it. But yeah, he does got more. He got more than the tools. He got the footwork, understand distance, angles, and everything. He understand all of that, you know. But it it just be you to just be you know how you know how tank a dig down, you know you know you know can he catch secure secure you know secure get lazy in there or get bored in there. You seen you know he can catch him. It's a big it's a good fight. Might be a pick him in my opinion. Might be a pick him. Tank can go now. Tank can go. Tank ain't no tank. Tank can fight. But Shakir understand this is, but sometimes he he just get bored in there, you know. And maybe when he step up versus somebody that's that that can challenge him, um, he won't get bored no more. He won't get bored no more. So, but yeah, you know, he got hit with vowed ass a couple times some shit he shouldn't have got hit with. You know, and that's just him getting in there, getting bored. And tank, you can't get bored. One punch. One punch can change everything. One punch, one punch can change everything. And you know, so he can't afford for that to happen. That's what I will say. He can't afford for that to happen. But uh but yeah, but other than that, man, that's pretty much all I got today, man. Appreciate everybody who did support the show. Um, thumbs up the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel, and the subscribe button is the bell icon button. Hit all notifications, increase your chance, get notifications. We go live or drop video financially. You want to support the channel? Cash app, dollar sign, CJ Good 313. Venmo, CJ Good 313. This will be on all podcast platforms in the morning. Hit the link tree, and you can follow them all there. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, the whole nine. Appreciate the love, support. Appreciate, appreciate the love. Appreciate the love of City and Line. Appreciate the don, uh, donations today. Shout out to Anthony for the donations as well. But yeah, thumbs up the video your way out. Share it. As usual, it'll, it'll be on YouTube uh, and staying on YouTube. So appreciate y'all. Peace.